Hi, welcome back to The Spiritual Leader. Thanks for joining me again. Today we're going to look at why we need to deal with the little foxes that come to destroy and ruin the things that God's given us to do. Hey, I hope you enjoy. Hi, today I want to look at monitoring the little foxes in your life and in your ministry. There's some great advice for us in Song of Solomon, chapter 2, verse 15, where it says, Catch for us the foxes, the little foxes that ruin the vineyards, are vineyards that are in full bloom. We've probably all read this a few times, but I believe it's good for us to meditate on it today, again, as we speak about being a spiritual leader. It's a warning, a warning to people, especially leaders, in their moment before increase, before harvest, when things are still in bloom. We need to consider that, that in that verse it says that the little foxes come to ruin the vineyards that are in bloom. That's a season, isn't it? Being in bloom. What follows the season of being in bloom? Fruitfulness, harvest, uh, increase. It's amazing that the little foxes that are spoken of in Song of Solomon, it's in a relational context, but it carries across every area of our life, doesn't it? They come in the moments before we're going to come into harvest (coughs) or fruitfulness in that season called blossom or bloom. Maybe you're in a moment right now where you feel things blossoming, which means the blossoms are announcing fruit is on its way. You're about to come into harvest. You're about to come into a moment of increase. Well, this is a moment where the Bible warns us that we need to beware of little foxes, little things that come to destroy, gnaw, nibble away at the vine or the roots of what we're doing to stop us seeing the harvest that we've been longing for. It warns us also to take care or or to catch these little foxes. What does that mean? Don't let little foxes, little things that have the potential of destroying your harvest or the things that you've been waiting for. Don't let them don't let them run free. Rather be proactive. The Bible says catch for us <coughs> the foxes, the little foxes. And again when I read that it's saying to me be proactive. Don't just be a person that says, ah, yeah, in my harvest field, there's a few foxes, but but who cares? No, no, you should care because the big foxes are not what you should worry about. It's the little foxes, the ones that gnaw away at the bottom of the stem that cause the plant or the harvest you've been waiting for to collapse rather than to produce for you. Be deliberate. So again, great warning in Songs of Solomon. 2.15 for the spiritual leader today. Be deliberate, be proactive. Don't let little things run around in your life when you know they're there, but rather have the courage to deal with them. It's also a warning about things that are seemingly insignificant. Again, let me just highlight, it names the little foxes, the things that could be insignificant, not really mattering, Now, I believe that this is encouraging us to monitor the small in our life, not just the large. Sometimes we set our attention, our efforts on monitoring large foxes or large issues that arise in our life or in our ministry. When actually I believe that this verse is encouraging us as spiritual leaders, not just to manage the large things, 
but to manage the small things. Because the reality is, it's the small things, the small foxes in your life, that are going to grow into the big harvest that you need to manage. I've always taught this principle about managing the seed rather than dealing with the harvest. You know, even the devil had the sense to do this when it came to deliverers, didn't he? He knew that it was easier to deal with a seed than what it was a harvest. That's why he came after both Jesus and Moses when they were just babies. He knew the potential harvest in them and didn't want to deal with the harvest. So he thought, let me try and deal with the seed. Now, we need to be wiser than that old enemy and apply the same wisdom in our lives. Do we always want to be spending time dealing with negative harvests that we shouldn't have to deal with when we could have dealt with things when they were in seed form before they had the moment to germinate or grow or cause a big issue? We need to have the courage to be people but deal with little foxes so that we're not having to deal with big ones later. Small things are interesting. It's amazing that great harvest starts from single seed. Huge oak trees come from small acorns. As a spiritual leader, let's commit to be better at dealing with the small acorns and the little seeds so that we don't have to be exhausted with dealing things when they come to harvest form. Small foxes can ruin your next season. Again, referring back to Song of Solomon 2.15, it says, catch for us the foxes, the little foxes that ruin vineyards, our vineyards that are now in bloom. So right now, you may be in a season of bloom and the blooms announce for us what's coming. We need to make sure that we're busy in this season dealing with any foxes that could have an impact on the season of harvest or fruitfulness that we're desiring. I believe that we should have a catch and destroy mentality when it comes to small foxes, <clears throat> whether they be attitudes or thoughts or situations that we're choosing to overlook. We can't afford to overlook things that have the potential to affect harvest in our in our life or in our ministry it's a catch and destroy mission don't keep little pets don't make pets out of things that have no good in their hearts towards you you know i've heard people refer to sin in their life sometimes as a pet sin oh this is just a pet sin that's an idiotic way of thinking there should be no pet sin in your life it's like you have a sin on your lap and you're stroking it, thinking it won't harm you. Listen, that sin, if it's a sin, will inevitably turn round and bite you, bite your marriage, bite your relationships, bite your ministry. Let's be people who are braver, more courageous than that. <clears throat> a people that deal with little foxes, pet sins, things that we don't think can have an effect on who we are. No, if we're in a season of blossom, let's make sure that there's a catch and destroy mentality that's active within us regarding little things that carry big consequences. We need to be on this seek and destroy mission concerning anything that could affect the next season we believe the Lord is leading us into. Now, when we think about little foxes, 
there's many different areas that that could be relative to or appropriate towards. It could be appropriate or relative to a leader's life, to a leader's ministry, even down to things as simple as our thought life. Now, we know that regarding our ministry, we should never overlook small things we hear or notice. Now, I've been in ministry now for about 30 years and I've learned time and time again that if you overlook something that the Holy Spirit is enabling you to see in seed form, then you will have to deal with it later on in harvest form. Now, church splits are a very, very sad thing. But you know that most church splits start with an unaddressed thought or way of thinking in a person. And often when you talk to pastors who have experienced a church split and the damage that it can produce, They'll say to you, you know what, I knew this years ago, this person acted like this or said this. And looking back, I really should have addressed it, but I didn't. And here I am now dealing with this harvest called church split. And that's a very sad thing because people's lives and hearts get affected by terrible things like church splits. We need to be courageous in our leadership But if we're walking through the crowd or our leaders are walking through a crowd and they hear a statement that triggers a concern within them, they must deal with or bring that statement to you as a leader and say, you know what, I heard this person say this and I believe within that statement or the attitude that they were carrying, there's um, destructive things, there's little foxes that could harm what we're building together for the kingdom of God. And then as a leader, we have a courage to approach that person. Listen, confrontation only has to get ugly if you leave it too late. If we can stay relational and say to people in that example, hey, I overheard you say this. What's your thought process behind that? We have an opportunity then to talk through the offence or the delusion that may be in the person's heart and cause a crop to be protected rather than set up for failure. So I want to encourage you in ministry, don't overlook small things that the Holy Spirit gives you a nudge towards, statements, attitudes in your team, things that you hear, things that you choose to overlook because you're dealing with bigger things. Listen, sometimes the danger in the little foxes is far more superior than the danger that's in the big ones that you think are more important. So, okay, be little fox conscious in what you hear, what you observe. And in doing that, you can actually protect um, the ministry that God's given you to lead. Sometimes I've always talked of waves and tides. Sometimes you can have situations in church or in things that you're leading that are like waves, which means they're momentary, They've just come out of nowhere. They'll probably go as quick as what they came. But other times I've noticed that things are tidal. I've always tried to teach my leaders to work out if something that they're dealing with is a wave or if it's tidal. Because when something's tidal, it means that there's things happening beneath the surface of the ocean. A wave is very visual. Everybody can see it happening. But with a tide... You can't see a tide happening, but it has the 
destructive force of dragging you away, dragging you under. Now, we've always got to be conscious when the Holy Spirit's nudging us to address something, something we're seeing, something we're feeling in ministry, to ask, is this a wave? Is it something that's just going to blow away? Or is it tidal? Is there something happening under the water here that's unseen, but it's happening and the Holy Spirit has made me aware that it's happening? Always make sure that you deal with things that you would consider tide rather than wave, tidal rather than just a momentary storm. Because again, you can look at a calm ocean sometimes or a calm river and not see that under the water, There's a current that's brewing that has the potential, like I said, to pull you under or drag you away. We've got to avoid, we've got to um, stop tides forming in our ministry. And remember, we partner with God. This is his church. The Holy Spirit is there to lead us, to make us aware. The prophetic edge that we have as leaders should keep us one step ahead of any agenda the enemy may have to ruin us in our time of bloom so that we don't see the harvest that's coming. But we always need to add to our spiritual leadership, being led by the Spirit, a heart that's not scared to confront things. Confrontation is a part of the life of a leader. Now, I've spoken and and coached many leaders over the years that have said to me, but I'm not a confrontational person. My answer is yes, you are. It's all a matter of what you're protecting. Let me give you an example. I've used this example many times. If you were walking through maybe a low income area, visiting someone, you're on the fourth floor of uh, an apartment block or a project area. And as you turn the corner, you see somebody that's obviously on drugs out of their mind holding uh, a four-week-old baby over the banister of a balcony that they're on. I always say to a leader, that's a very dramatic picture, but are you telling me you would turn away and pretend it wasn't happening and not get involved? Most often the leaders have said to me, no, no, I would step in. Why would you step in? Because somebody needs to protect the baby. Exactly. When you love what God's given you to lead, when you value what you've built with your team over the years, out of that protective way of thinking, almost like that parent protective way of thinking, there will always be the ability, with the help of the Holy Spirit, to confront things that need to be confronted. Again, you're being harvest-minded. You're saying, listen, in the past, I've had to deal with harvests because I didn't take time to deal with the seed. I'm not doing that anymore. I'm going to I'm going to have the conversations I need to have. I'm going to deal with the things I need to deal with to make sure that this seed is dealt with correctly. You need to um, believe in the harvest that's coming and love and own what God has given you to do. And out of that sense of ownership, <coughs> out of that sense of ownership, there'll always be the courage to confront issues, mindsets, thoughts, Uh, with people or with things that come to affect what you're leading for God in a negative way. So, yeah, we can often see little foxes having an agenda towards the things that God has given us to lead or to do. But also it's about our own lives, isn't it? 
And in this podcast, speaking to spiritual leaders, I want to highlight again the danger of tolerating, overlooking little foxes in your own life as the spiritual leader. We need to be always ready, I believe, to deal fast with these things that come to destroy who we are, the relationships we have, the destiny that God wants us to walk in. Sometimes it's as simple as our attitudes. Protect your attitude from little foxes. Someone upsets you, somebody offends you, someone misunderstands you, someone doesn't appreciate you. This whole list that could go on have the potential to affect our attitudes. I believe the Bible instructs us very clearly there in Proverbs that we're to guard our heart because from our heart come the issues or the boundaries or the future experiences that we can know as spiritual leaders. So when something comes that has the potential to sow a negative in your attitude, deal with it like a little fox. Remember, you're not making a pet of it. You're not putting it in a cage. You're you're taking it behind the barn. You're blowing its head off. You don't want it in your world or what it could destroy. In our thought life, come on, as spiritual leaders, we need to be... um, well understanding of you know these thoughts that we've spoken of about the renewal of the mind and the protecting of our mind and our soul like it was once said you can't stop the birds flying above your head but you can stop them making a nest in your hair we are subject to so many thoughts opinions statements in any given day thoughts that flash through our mind uh, would be actually probably uncountable in number in many ways It's the thoughts that we allow to germinate that are the dangerous ones. You know, thoughts can be negative and positive. They can be from God and they can be from the enemy and they can be from ourselves. I can remember that most of the greatest things that the Lord's ever done through me started with a thought. I can remember driving down a road and all of a sudden having a thought one day. A single thought came like a seed. You need to open a church in Portsmouth. I could have let that seed blow on through my other ear and be no more. But I allowed it to germinate in my heart. And from that seed has grown family church as we know it today with all of its accompanying ministries. But also when I look at some of my greatest idiot moments in my life, when I look as a spiritual leader at some of my greatest sins or my most stupid mistakes, I track them all back to a small thought that I didn't govern, possess, Uh, in prison, make captive. Now remember the Bible says we take captive every thought that acknowledges itself or, or rises against the wisdom or the authority of God. Just want to encourage you, spiritual leader, don't be lapsed in doing this. Always be monitoring the thoughts that are coming from your through your mind. Don't be so worn out or exhausted. You allow a thought that's carrying a destruction towards you, a relationship, a ministry you're leading, to germinate or land when it shouldn't. Stay fresh in your heart concerning God. And always, like I've taught so often, have good accountability. Have people in your life that you're, you don't feel embarrassed or that you're going to lose anything if you're honest with them. And say, listen, I'm having this thought at the moment. Will you you give me your wisdom? Will you pray for me? I just want to confess that I'm having this thought. I want to get this out into the light. I don't want this to have any root in my life. I don't want the harvest of that thought. You know, when you've made a few mistakes in life and ministry, you begin to recognise those single thoughts that come to pull you back into a sin cycle or a stupid decision cycle. 
Now we've got to wise up. Thank God that he forgives us. You know, first John says that if we confess our sins, he's faithful to forgive us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. We should also be learning that when we make a mistake, we understand the thought that came that caused it. Maybe the thought of you deserve this. Oh, you deserve this because you've done so well. Oh, just just enjoy this because, you know, all those thoughts that just sound so nice. It's like those moments in the wilderness when the thought was given to Jesus. Oh, you can be in charge of this. Oh, prove this. Little thoughts, little statements that originate from the enemy's heart with an agenda to destroy you. Because if he can destroy you, spiritual leader, he can destroy or halt or hinder everything that God wants to do through your life. So have good accountability. Now, when it says in Proverbs that, you know, we shouldn't be be accountable to the ungodly, walk not in the counsel of the ungodly, it doesn't say that we don't walk in counsel. It just says keep away from the counsel of the ungodly. I want to encourage you, make sure you have good godly counsel in your life. And you know it's good and healthy and real counsel when you're not scared to share with them the thoughts that may cause them to see you differently. If they love you, they really won't. Be aware of the little things, the little foxes that are also waiting for their moment. This is a key one. This is the thought that really um, inspired me this morning to do a podcast on this for you. And it was the thought when I was reading in Mark 6 verse 21 uh, of the death of John the Baptist that I began to think about things that are waiting in orbit around us for a moment that we may allow them. Firstly, let me consider Cain in Genesis 4 verse 7. We know that Cain had a moment where he wanted to kill Abel. Um, He was annoyed with Abel. He actually wasn't annoyed with Abel. He was annoyed with God. But as we've experienced many times, sometimes when people have an issue with God, they know they can't take it up with God. So they take it up with their brother. And this was the moment going on with Cain. And it's amazing when you read in Genesis 4 verse 7 that God warns him. God says, if if you do right here, everything will be okay. But if you don't, sin is crouching at the door and its desire is to have you. What an interesting thought. This came down to the choice of Cain, not the heart of God. God let him know there's two ways that this can outwork. One is everything can be good. Just repent, get over yourself, do what's right. Everything could be good, Cain. Or you can go your way and go with the other thought that you've had. And if you do, sin is crouching at the door and its desire is to have you. We need to always be conscious spiritual leaders The the devil wants to shut us down. He wants to shut our ministries down. He wants to shut our relationships down. He wants to ruin our marriages. He wants to ruin our relationship with our children. Remember, he was quite open about this. Well, Jesus was quite open about this in John 10 when he said, The thief comes to kill, steal and destroy. But I've come that you would have life and life in all abundance. Let's never kid ourselves that the devil's agenda is anything other and kill, steal and destroy, especially for those who are doing things for God. So be conscious that there's things crouching at the door of your life that have an agenda to take you like little foxes, but they have no authority 
to do so unless you open the door. How do we avoid opening the door? Always go God's way. Whatever God's asking you do, even if it it, it, it it includes humility, repentance, always go. Listen to me, spiritual leader, always go God's way and you will avoid things coming through doors that can't come through doors that remain locked. But let me finish with this thought. I was reading today in Mark chapter 6, verse 21, about an opportunity that was waiting to take the life of John the Baptist. And uh, we know that there's this moment where, um, you know, uh, Herod is is um, really standing for John. Herod liked John. He could see the God in John the Baptist and was quite protective. Yet um, he'd married a lady, um, Herodias, who hated John because John had been very open to Herod about this is wrong. You shouldn't marry uh, Philip's wife. You shouldn't marry this woman. John had stood for righteousness and godliness and that wasn't appreciated by Herodias and so she had a big issue in her heart against this man of God this messenger of God John the Baptist but she also knew that Herod wasn't going to have any any of her problems he wasn't going to kill John the Baptist because she wasn't happy did she go away no she waited for a moment listen There's things that are waiting for a moment in your life. You need to walk as a spiritual leader that doesn't allow a moment for the things that want to destroy you or others to have an opportunity. So you've got Herodias just waiting, 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 waiting. And all of a sudden, Herod... um, says, come on, let's have this party, let's have this feast, let's just begin to um, just just have a, have a good night out with all of our friends. And it says this in verse 21 of Mark 6, <clears throat> but an opportunity came when Herod on his birthday gave a banquet for his nobles and military commanders and the leaders of Galilee. So, okay, you've got Herodias in the background saying, I'm just going to wait my moment, I'm going to wait my moment. And all of a sudden, one day, the moment comes. Herod puts on this party, this birthday party. All of the people that respect him, all of the people that respect his word are gathered. And then, you know, the daughter of Herodias comes out and uh, she dances and, and pleases Herod and the guests. And in that moment, the king or Herod turns around and says, oh, that was incredible. That's, that's absolutely awesome. He's in the soul at this moment, probably had one too many wines. His, his mind's not in gear. Um, always be careful, guys, that you don't let your mind get out of gear. That's when sinful thoughts, destructive thoughts can sometimes come in and sneak into your life. Always be in control of your mind and your soul, keeping it from carnal moments of stupidity. It was once defined that sin was momentary insanity. It really can be, can't it? A moment that you do something stupid and then go, why did I do that? Because often your mind was out of gear because you were tired, you were drunk. You, 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 something caused your mind to be in neutral. Always keep your mind in gear towards the things of God. Now, there's this moment when all of a sudden John uh, Herod turns around and says, that was beautiful. And he says to the daughter of Herodias, I will give you up to half my kingdom. Ask whatever you want. It's yours. Now, bear in mind, this is a perfect moment because all of the people were hearing him say this. 
And in that moment, she goes back to her mum and, and, and Herodias says, this is the moment. Go and ask for the head of John the Baptist on a platter. Go and ask him to do what he won't do. Go and ask him to do what he doesn't want to do. And so she comes in and everybody's listening. Um, yes, sir, I, I've got my request. Yeah, please, let me know your request. I want the head of John the Baptist. His Her mum was able to carry out the agenda of her discontent through the life of her daughter. And in that moment, he was trapped. Why? Because he'd given his word. He was trapped by his word. He'd said in front of everyone, I will do this for you. Out of a moment of weakness, out of a moment of stupidity. But in that moment, the little fox that was wading in the background, Herodias, was able to seize the moment that it wanted legally to take the life of John the Baptist. Um, warnings here. Be careful of the words that you speak. Be careful not to be in the flesh or in a carnal state of minding, a mind that dancing daughters can take you out. You know, he was taken out by a dancing daughter because he was in a moment where he was just in the flesh. He was just, he let his guard down. Listen, spiritual leader, don't let your guard down. Just as we learn from Cain, there's things crouching at the door that have been sent by the enemy to destroy you your family and the things that you value but you don't have to answer the door you don't need to let the little fox in and with Herodias she teaches us that there's an agenda against us and some things are in the orbit of our life sadly sometimes that's people and they're waiting for a moment of opportunity you know I've, I've often looked at my own ministry soberly and said don't kid yourself Andy there's people that are in the crowd of what you're leading now that are for you but there's others sadly because of their own weirdness that are in the crowd that you're leading that are waiting for you to fall and when you fall they'll go well we told you so we did try to warn you listen Jesus never gave his heart to men because he knew all men now you've got to be wise that there's agendas of the enemy there's people that pretend they're for you but you know in your heart they're not there's people with even agendas to take your place when you blow it it's sad but often true but you don't have to give an opening or an opportunity to any of these little foxes to come into your world and destroy what you've been busy building for so many years so what am I saying be harvest conscious now, when we read this verse in Song of Solomon 2.15, it's not really speaking so much about harvest time. It's speaking about the season of blossom or when things bloom. I believe for many of us, even in this strange lockdown COVID season that we're in, we're conscious within us that we're on the edge of heaven. We're on the edge of a harvest. We're on the edge of an awakening we're on the edge where some of our wildest dreams are about to come true oh don't you feel it I do within me there's a pumping passion oh my goodness I'm closer than I've ever been to seeing things that God promised coming to pass harvest all right that means that I'm in the season of bloom the flowers are revealing what's coming but also apparently in the season of bloom is when the little foxes come to do their work. So I hope this encourages you today, 
not to be fearful, but to be aware, not to be scared, but to be conscious, not to be lazy, but to be protective. It's for little foxes that can ruin the things in your life that are of great value. Yes, be dealing with the big ones, but let your eye be aware to the little ones that the Holy Spirit is maybe just revealing to you, bringing to your consciousness. Why does the Holy Spirit reveal small foxes, little seeds? Because he doesn't want you to have to face the harvest that they can create against you. I pray for you all today that you would know the leading of the Holy Spirit, that you would know his prompting, that you would know the discernment, which is a gift that he gives you, and also that you would have the courage to deal with little foxes. Remember, never make them a pet. Never try and tame them. The only cure for a little fox is destruction. Have the courage to deal with little foxes. I hope this has been of use. God bless. Hey, I hope you enjoyed that today and it inspired you to be on a continual fox hunt in your life to remove, destroy the little foxes that come to bring harm to your world. Listen, if you want other resources from us, we've got so many that we can provide for you to read, to watch, to listen to. All you need to do is go to our Linktree account, which is Linktree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E backslash Andy dot Elms. God bless you. See you next week for The Spiritual Leader.